Hello and welcome to I Heard It On A Podcast, our little corner of the Wild West. There's a snake in my boot. Oh, we went there. My name is Riley. I'm not Isaiah. I'm glad we finally got the classic Western saying. I know, I was thinking of. about it. And first of all, I have the problem where I don't record what the ones that I'm saying. So eventually I'll probably repeat one. Probably. And secondly, I don't know if I've done like howdy. Like the, one <laughs> of the most basic ones. Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's okay to go to the uh, expected ones. Sure. You know? Yeah. They're just comforting. Yeah. Sometimes. What does it mean? Because I, I've heard it in Toy Story all the time, but I don't know what it means. Uh, I, I think Toy Story made it up, but mm. uh, I would guess. Well, in Toy Story, it means that he has a snake in his boot. Yeah, but if we're going with like the simile, yeah. or I don't, that's not the right term, but where it's not literal, right? A, having a snake in your boot would be real bad. Real bad. And especially if you already have the boot on, sure. And you realize it, maybe yeah. it's like I've put my foot in my mouth, like yeah. there's a snake in my boot. Or my toe is cramping because of all this snake space the, that's the, been taken up <laughs> or because of all the venom that's been injected True. into your foot at True. that point like having a snake in your boot means you're about to die <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i've been shot there's a snake in my boot <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, possible man. yeah who knows you can speculate on that one blank blanket um non segue here but it's story time it, it is. Great. Um, this last weekend, I was running a race with a bunch of other people. And towards, I had been running for a while, as had everyone else. Because it was a one half marathon. Yes. It was approximately 13.1 <laughs> miles. Um, but after probably nine or 10 miles, we were getting towards town. We kind of started outside of town and ran towards town. And there was one aid station that has water and electrolyte drink and whatever else. And there was a little girl standing there screaming at everyone who went by. Like I could hear her as I was coming up to the aid station and after I left. And she just kept repeating, the only thing that matters is that you finish. (laughs) She was like probably six years old, (laughs) just yelling that, like looking everyone in the eye who who would look at her. And yelling, like, the only thing that matters is that you finish. <laughs> like, it, being encouraging, you know? Yeah. And um, in any other circumstance, I would have found that, like, weird. Kind of funny, but weird and not necessarily inspiring. <laughs> like, if you're eating a box of donuts. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or if, I'm just, or if she was just, like, encouraging me to, like, finish the workday strong. Right. Like, a regular task. Yeah. Um, but I have this weird thing where when I'm running... I have a increased tendency or likelihood to get emotional, huh. like things that are inspiring or heartfelt uh-huh. or whatever, like really get to me. Yeah. I think because I'm already like going above and beyond and I've got all these like chemicals flowing in my right. body. And anyway, I I heard her saying this as I was running and I like got choked up and you know how like <laughs> you your throat kind of closes uh-huh. off and it becomes hard to breathe. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like okay, got to calm down, man. <laughs> she was saying that to everyone. It's true, but she was saying that to everyone. <laughs> it's not oh, a big deal. Gosh. Just keep running. <laughs> and uh, that's definitely not the first time that's happened to me. Like even if I'm running by myself in the middle of nowhere and I just think of like, uh, an earlier race when something yeah. inspiring happened, or just like a YouTube video where something <laughs> inspiring You're happened. Like, do 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 do. I'm like, oh, oh no! <laughs> Think about how much pain you're in. <laughs> Think about misery and breathing. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought that was interesting. How how differently I perceive things just based on yeah. the fact if I'm running or not. Yeah, that is interesting. It's also crazy that there's like a six-year-old girl at like 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, in the mountains I, well, she was right next to on. some adults, so yeah. I assume they were her parents. Right, but still, that's impressive. I wonder, 
like what inspires people to volunteer to like help at a, a race? Most of them are people who have run other races with that same organization. Okay. So like this was the Colorado Marathon. And honestly, I'll probably like because I registered with my email. Yeah. I'll probably be put on a list sure. next year to say, hey, if you're not planning on running, you should volunteer. Yeah. Sometimes they give like discounted race registration mm -hmm. for volunteers, but some people just like to help other people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds great to hand runners water. That's like, yeah. So you're basically giving them life. <laughs> yeah. And everyone is like appreciative. Yeah. And they're not like, give me that water. I got to <laughs> keep my pace. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> There's an episode of The Office, which I doubt you've seen, where like they do a 5K race for the cure. Why do you, why the do rabies you ones. I don't know. I just know a lot of people who don't watch The Office episodes. So I always preface my stories with that. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and they're doing the 5K and he like grabs the water and like throws it at Jan and like douses <laughs> yeah. her in water. I don't imagine that happens in real life. No. <laughs> he also carb loads like five minutes before the race. Oh, and then throws it all up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not the strategy. No, don't do that. Don't. don't. Basically anything Michael Scott does, do the opposite of <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. As a general rule, like if you're confused which one to do. Right. The opposite. Do the opposite. Yeah. In other news, uh, apparently Pablo Escobar used to have hippos that were deemed or like coined cocaine hippos. I'm mm. not sure why. Um, but recently, they have been officially legally considered people by the U.S. court. <laughs> and so this is kind of a long article that I sent you. But the, the gist of it is that Pablo Escobar apparently famously had these four hippos. Maybe he gave them cocaine or something. I don't know why they're called cocaine hippos. But <laughs> Can you imagine a hippo with like on cocaine? Oh, man, that's terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. But in the 70s or 80s or whenever Pablo Escobar was doing his thing, um, he had four of them. And they, have, they were released in somewhere, like into the wild maybe. And now they've multiplied to be like 80 hippos. And they're not, they're, they're, these are in Colombia. Right, obviously, they're not that's supposed where to he be was. there. Um, and they're not like native to the uh, ecosystem right. or anything like that. So people in, some people in Colombia want to just have them killed and say, all right, these, these creatures are destroying the ecosystem or they're bothering me or whatever reason that they have we should just kill all of these hippos that were illegally imported by right. a drug lord 30 years ago. Right. And when you frame it that way, well, but there's not like factual evidence that these hippos are like demonstrably destroying the ecosystem. Sure. And they're also a protected species in like most other right. countries that have them na natively. So other... Uh, more, I would say, more neutral uh, advocates are arguing that they should just sterilize the hippos instead of killing them all. Sure. And this has been approved. So they are just going to sterilize these hippos instead of killing them all. And I guess they'll just die off naturally. Right. And they won't necessarily reproduce and make more. Sure. Um, but the reason that this argument was able to be made for some reason is because they were deemed to have some of the basic rights that people, that human beings have in a U.S. court. And when that, that's interesting. Uh, it, later in the article, it describes how the Colombian government will accept arguments based on other countries' rulings. Right. And so these people went to a couple of zoologists or biologists or something in Ohio and got the testimony of them to say, you know, these are animals that have rights to not just be killed for very little reason. Right. And they should be treated with a little bit more humanity than, sure. than that. And so that those the testimony of these two scientists from Ohio is what gave the, an elevated level of rights to these hippos in Colombia. Isn't that interesting? It's super weird. <laughs> it sounds like something you'd read on The Onion. Yeah. Like, hippos cleared in Ohio will live in Colombia. <laughs> Deemed people. Deemed people. <laughs> yeah. But it's real, mm. I, I think. 
Um, and uh, I mean, there's a lot of arguments for what legal status an animal has. Obviously they have certain basic rights, like the right to not be tortured or abused, but they are, but they are not, for example, on the other extreme, given the ability to vote. Right. So there's like, (laughs) yes, right. But there's like, so there's gotta be some in between where they're not like, um, a tree. Right. Or even trees have some protection. They're not like, a, a rock. Even rocks have some protection. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, for the most part, you can go out and destroy a rock right. and with no repercussion. Right. <laughs> um, but you can't do that with animals. Right. Like, there are typically repercussions for, like, treating animals poorly. Yeah. So that's... There's like this weird in between and the article kind of hints at it. And that could probably be like a whole series of podcast episodes. Right. Is like, to what extent do animals have rights that are similar to those of right. like innately given to us as conscious human beings? Totally. And I don't think that there's like a specific line, like they get this right, but they don't get that right. Right. Um, and it depends on the animal too. Right. Like yeah. we think of mosquitoes differently than we think right. of hippos. Yeah. Mosquitoes can go die for all I care. <laughs> so that we like purposefully create things to kill a lot yeah. of them at a time. Or like sterilize them or like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. make them die painful deaths. Um, anyway, I just thought that was yeah interesting for two reasons. A, like what is the definition of an animal's rights? And B, the fact that the Colombian government is willing to be influenced by like a couple of right. experts from another country. Yeah. yeah, it's really interesting. Who probably have different, like they might not be experts on the Colombian right. ecosystem. Maybe they are, I don't know, but it's interesting. Like, can yeah. you imagine if my argument was based on like something <laughs> that someone in Germany thought? Yeah. I bet a lot of it has to do with like they were planning on doing it because like, Maybe the government doesn't care, but they got complaints, and so they were planning on killing them. But then there's, like, outcry globally, and so now they're like, well, it's bad PR now for us to do this. We're just going to, like, figure out a different way or whatever. But it is interesting. It kind of reminds me of that meme. Have you seen it? Where there's, like, the, I think it's, like, a PETA billboard, and it's, like, got this scale of, like, pets to food. Mm-hmm. And so it's got, it goes from, like, you know, chickens and pigs and cows all the way up to, like, bunnies and dogs and cats and it's like where do you draw the line and then someone graffitied it like right between a horse and cow and they're like right here <laughs> i just think that's funny that they made this sign and then someone just goes in graffitis and puts the line where they draw it like oh it's right here <laughs> well especially if they do it on a scale of what we currently already eat right like if you put pigs and cows on one end right and bunnies and rabbits yep. and dogs on the other end of course you can like draw a line somewhere in between based on our current cultural understanding yeah but if you were to say like i i don't i don't know i I don't know biology well enough to make these arguments but like do we eat something we eat rabbit yes like some America, yep. some people in America do. I think in other countries it's probably even more popular, but we also keep them as pets. Right. So putting them like right next to dogs, right. where at least in America we don't ever eat dog. That we know of. <laughs> that we know of. Yeah. Is kind of weird. Yeah. Because they're kind of both. Right. Yeah, it is weird. And I mean, that's like, there's that whole thing with Ikea and like the horse meat in the meatballs. So uh-huh. we were eating like horses too. And so, I don't know. I think anything can be a pet. Or food, <laughs> depending yeah. on how you're feeling. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of examples of that, like yeah. snakes, a lot yeah. of reptile-type things you could eat. Yeah. Like people have pet alligators, not a good idea, mm-hmm. but they also eat alligator. Yep. So, yeah, there's. it's not a defined line at all. <laughs> oh, man. Well, should we move on? Yeah, speaking of questionable meats, <laughs> uh, we are today ranking some of the most popular McDonald's menu items to this find the best one. Gonna be my favorite. Also, hopefully this isn't stealing your thunder. Did you see the McRibs coming back? Yes, I did. I was looking at the website today uh-huh. to make this list and I clicked on the chicken and sandwiches section yep. and it said McRib, it's back. And I was like, <gasps> yep. I think it comes back on the first. I'm pretty sure. Okay. 
So I'll that's, check. That's that's soon. Yeah. That's like within the week I could have a McRib. Yeah. Well, when this episode comes out, it's probably in the past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's exciting. I did add the McRib to this list. Nice. We have 22 things on this list. So okay. I didn't pick every single thing on the menu because, sure. for example, like burgers, it's really just a different combination of like number of patties and sure. slices of cheese and things like that. But I did pick a couple that I think are iconic, at least to the American culture or are kind of different. Sure. So we'll go through by category and we're going to start with breakfast. You eat McDonald's breakfast a lot more than I do. I do. <laughs> really the only time I ever eat McDonald's breakfast is with you when we're going skiing. Yeah. It's kind of like the classic like you get up early in the morning and you put gas in your car and you get some sausage McMuffins and some coffee. Even if you don't like coffee, you just get it for a warm holding <laughs> thing and then you get on the road. And that season's coming back really soon, That's which true. I'm excited about. Yeah. Okay. So we're starting off with the sausage McMuffin. Mm. And this is a one to one hundred. One to one hundred. Okay. Same same ranking system as we'll do in the okay. as we've done in the past. Man, this is hard for me because I've never in my brain like directly compared McDonald's lunch and dinner items with their breakfast items, and so now I have to kind of get into the scale. Like they have to align their scales, right? Yes, I mean, you do theoretically need to be able to understand, uh, in my opinion, this episode requires its own ranking. Like you can't rank McDonald's food based on all food that you've ever tasted. Totally. So this has just got to be like 100 maybe is when it's the, if it's the absolute best item and it's perfectly fresh and... Like they nail it every time. Right. And it hits that spot for you every time. Sure. That's that's okay. how I'm yeah. going to Fair. rank high cool. scores. Because there's some things on here that like I've gotten once or twice and they were good, but they're so inconsistent or like weird or right. just getting that kind of thing at McDonald's feels weird. So yep. I just don't get it and I'm not that interested in it right. and I'll be ranking it lower. Okay. Gotcha. Well, Man, I'm going to give it a 90. Wow. Okay. It's one of my favorite things at McDonald's, I think. Okay. Uh, I'm getting it a 63. Okay. Um, I, when we do get to the McRib, I've never had a McRib before. Mm. So I'm going to have problems ranking it. But I was just checking on the app. I was wrong. The McRib is actually back. Already? So tonight, tonight I'm going to try get my first McRib. McRib. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, carry on. Um. Bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddle. Have you, do you get McGriddles? I do get McGriddles. They're like the kind of maple flavored uh-huh. bread. Like the pancake buns? Yeah, those are weird, I feel. I like them, but only with certain meats, and bacon is not one of them for 40. So do you think it's better with sausage? I think it's best with the spicy chicken. That's an option? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, not not a McDonald's corporate. Maybe it's just a local Colorado thing. Maybe. Did you give it a score? A uh, 40. 40. I'm yeah. giving it a 35. Okay. The Big Breakfast, which oh, is yeah. like uh, a sausage patty, a biscuit, a hash browns, and some eggs without the hotcakes. This one is unique to me because I only ever eat it in specific circumstances. I never eat it before work because you have to kind of sit down to eat it. And I always sure. just want a sandwich before work. And I typically only eat it with people. So I, I've had it rarely, but I always go to McDonald's like with friends and sit inside of McDonald's and eat it. So it's got a very unique... I think we've ha- we've definitely had this yeah, together. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's classic. It's kind of not amazing, but it's it's what you need in breakfast. Losing the hot cakes, I think, hurts it a little bit. So I'll give it a 49 Okay, and I'm giving it a 43 just because the eggs are scary to me. Yeah. And you can get almost all of those other things configured in a more delicious arrangement. Yep. Like you can get a sausage in between a biscuit, and that alone just like increases the deliciousness for whatever reason, even though it's essentially the exact same food. <laughs> okay, hot cakes. Mm. They're, they're pancakes. Yeah. 37. Not okay. a hotcakes fan. Um, I sometimes get the hotcakes if I don't feel like eating meat for breakfast because 
because there's really that's the only option. Right. Or hash browns, but <laughs> or there's like a fruit and a fruit oatmeal bowl thing. Do you remember? I don't know if they have them anymore, but like the fruit and yogurt parfaits. And I'm pretty yeah. sure the yogurt was just like their ice cream <laughs> that was not frozen. <laughs> Those were good though. They were good, but they were so probably sweet. Because, yeah. Yeah. They were like probably like 800 calories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm giving the hotcakes a 55. Okay. Because there's really nothing like the best pancake in the world is not that different in my right. mind from a McDonald's yeah, pancake. Totally. It's pancakes all kind are of the very same. similar. So it gets a better score for that because it's just a decent pancake. Okay. Sausage burrito. Have you ever had the burritos? Uh, yeah. It, it throws me off. If I want a breakfast burrito, I'm going to Taco Bell. I'm really? I'm going to give it an 18. In this city? Yeah. That well, makes me no, sad. No, no, no. Sorry. I just mean like fast food compared to McDonald's. Oh, okay. Like I would go to Taco Bell over McDonald's. In we've the, we've established that I'm not a breakfast burrito fan. Yes. So. That's true. We've established that I am. Yes. Um, and where we live, you can get amazing fresh breakfast burritos for like the same cost essentially right. as the McDonald's ones. And these McDonald's ones are bad. Like yeah. the tortillas are alone. McDonald's should not sell tortillas. <laughs> no. And for, I'm giving it a 14. These wow. are, these are not good. Lower than me and I hate them. Yeah. Because I love breakfast burritos and they do them so dirty. Sure. So I have to reprimand them for that. Okay. Take that McDonald's, but you're hurt now. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh man, what do we do? I heard it on a podcast. Doesn't like our burritos. The PR nightmare. <laughs> Those eight people are going to think that our burritos are bad. <laughs> Which they are. <laughs> um, okay. Hash browns. Mm, man. Okay. Does price affect my ranking at all? Because... Hash browns used to be a dollar, and now they're like two thirty. Price for me is not going to okay. affect it because I always go to McDonald's to spend less money. Yeah. Therefore, I never order almost all of these things. Uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I get the same thing every time because I know that it's the most bang for your buck. The like I've done the math. value, sure. So you don't get hash browns. Only if I'm like treating myself. Yeah, that's how I am too because. It's unreasonable that a small potato slab it costs more than this giant sandwich. Yeah, you can buy like a whole bag of potatoes for $3. Yeah, but they're so good. And oh, I'm going to give it like an 87, I think. Yeah, I gave it a 95. Nice. <laughs> they are the best potato. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if I believe this because there's potato olays, but I was going to say there's the they're the best potato Thing that you can get at a fast food restaurant. I like them better than potato olays, I think. They're similar, yeah. but the, they are intensely crispy yeah, and usually very warm. Very warm. Sometimes when I go to like Denny's or Village Inn, I want to bring McDonald's hash browns to have with the rest of my food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's part of the reason that they're getting such a high score is because they're always crispy mm -hmm. and they're always hot. Yep, they're amazing. Okay. Big Mac. We're out of breakfast now. Okay. okay. Um... I used to kind of like idealize the Big Mac because it was like the classic McDonald's it's sandwich. It's like the fast yeah. food sandwich. And it was always so much more like when I was growing up, I'd always get a double cheeseburger because that was also a dollar. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't even dream of buying a Big Mac for like six dollars. Like I thought that was incredible. And then I had my first one not that long ago, actually. It was probably three years ago or whatever. And there's just so much sauce and lettuce it's such a messy experience i wasn't a fan i'm gonna give it a 47 mm. i give it a 51 for similar reasons i i think i've only ever ever had like three of them but the amount of lettuce compared and the, the amount of lettuce and the amount of bread yeah compared to the meat is not bad like i don't need a half pound of meat on my sandwich. Have to speak for yourself. <laughs> but it's just like a weird uh, experience, really, yeah. to eat all that shredded lettuce and bread as a sandwich. Yeah, feels like it should be a salad or something. Right. Yeah, a really gross, unhealthy salad. I don't understand how it's become so popular uh -huh. and ubiquitous. Yeah, it must have been a marketing thing back in the day. Totally. Okay, moving on. The quarter pounder with cheese. 
this was my go-to when we lived in Australia because it was the one that tasted the most like America to me. Huh. Because they season the meat differently at McDonald's in Australia, but the quarter pounder tasted the same. So that was kind of like my nostalgic go-to. The only thing I don't like about them, and it's probably kind of one of the selling points, is how it's got like sliced onions instead of diced onions. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of like when you bite a burger and you get like a whole string of onion that comes out with it. I'd rather just have diced onions. So maybe I just need to ask to get diced onions on my quarter pounder. I guess I can do that. Yeah, you probably could. Okay, but the base model, I'm going to give a 60. <laughs> yeah, I think we have to rank these based with no substitutions yeah, totally. or anything. Um <clears throat> I like the quarter pounder. It's fine. It's just cheeseburger. Yep. It's like a McDonald's cheeseburger. Yep. But I never get it because the like amount of food that you get for a quarter pounder compared to a McDouble, which mm-hmm. is what I always get, yeah. um, is just doesn't make sense. A McDouble right. is like two seventy or something. Yeah. And a quarter pounder is six dollars or something yeah. like that. And it's basically the same amount of food calorically. Yeah. And I'd say the, I don't know, the ratios are better to me with the McDouble. And I think it's interesting because obviously they have different patties, right? Like there's the... Yeah, there's the, the like thick, cheap patty yeah, and the, the premium. premium patty. And I'm pretty sure they're the same. But I've noticed they at least, I don't know if they're supposed to do this, but typically when I get them, they're not like well done patties they've got like a little bit of pink in them really which like i don't know if that's like the premium part like oh it's real meat look there's some pink inside or if i just am getting like poorly cooked patties but i never look at my mcdonald's i'm too scared yeah i don't know if it's like a bad thing or good like if i if it's fully pink inside i want to know that i should stop eating it (laughs) but yeah (laughs) yeah i i don't know i like the the cheap patties better than the premium patties so Mm, i i think I agree with you on that because you don't go to McDonald's to get like an amazing burger, yeah. right? You go there for a cheap burger that was yep. made 17 years ago. Yep. <laughs> um, did you give it a score? I think I said 60 maybe. I'll go with 60. Okay. I'm going to go with 40. It's just like not... Worth it. Yeah. All right. How about the McDouble? Mm. 84. Any reason? This is just everything. Like for a long time back when I was younger and we'd go to McDonald's like as a family, I'd always get a plain McDouble or a McDouble with ketchup only. Like it's, it makes me feel nostalgic just saying those words. Like, can I get a McDouble with ketchup only? And then as I, like, developed a palate, I started liking, like, you know, onions and mayonnaise. Not mayonnaise, uh, mustard and stuff like that. Mayonnaise? No, not not at McDonald's. Um, And this just kind of was my, like, go-to for, like, 10 years probably of McDonald's-ing. So it's got to stay up there in the the higher rankings. I agree that it is – it's still, like, my go-to because if I'm going to McDonald's, I – don't want to spend eleven dollars because yeah. I would just go somewhere better if I right. was gonna if I was gonna do that. Um, so I feel like if it's the thing that I get all the time, it should probably get a high ranking, even if I don't necessarily think it's like the most amazing item. For that reason, I'm gonna give it a seventy-five. Okay, because I think there are more delicious things on the menu, but maybe not <laughs> meals. Sure, like all my other favorite things are sides sure. or desserts or things like that. Sure. Okay, I have just like the regular cheeseburger in here, mainly because I wanted to say, like, what what's the one? The McDouble and the double cheeseburger are the same, except the McDouble has one less piece of cheese. Is that right? Yeah, the double cheeseburger has two patties, two cheeses. And the McDouble has one piece of cheese. One cheese, two patties. But it's cheaper because of that. Is it? Yeah. Huh, interesting. That's why it's better to get a mcdouble because unless you really want a lot of cheese and you can tell that difference might as well pay less i think I've kind <laughs> i of, hate i hate this episode <laughs> i love this episode i think my value has settled on the triple cheeseburger because i think that one's 370 wow and that the mcdouble tall. is what 270 or 240 something like that i don't know um but it ends up being you get three patties and three cheese 
instead of just two patties, one cheese. <laughs> so it's a lot cheaper once you just add patties onto the cheeseburger and make it a triple cheeseburger. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so the single anyway, cheeseburger. Anyway, single cheeseburger. Um, probably what they've been serving for like, this has probably been on the McDonald's menu for 80 years yeah. or whatever. I'm going to give it a 37. They, uh, the, the patty's too thin to only have one with everything else there. And so the bun just kind of overwhelms it. And this is like when I've got friends who are like broke and they want to go to McDonald's, this is, they'll get like three of these because there's just so much bread and they fill you up and then you only spend $3. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Not talking about anyone that's specifically though. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's time for the McRib. Mm. Now, I know that you have not had Wait, it. what did you give the cheeseburger? Oh, yes. I gave it a 45. Okay. Sorry. Uh, okay. I know that you haven't had the McRib. Yep. So how would you like to score it based on, well, I guess, perception? or? Why don't we do this? Because I'm going to try it later. So why don't you paint me like a word picture? And I'm going to close my eyes and you can describe it to me. And then I'll score it based on that. And if it's a drastically different score later tonight then I will record a voiceover that we can stick into this podcast <laughs> okay. and correct my score. Okay, great. Um, so you open up a rectangular-shaped mm. box rather than a square-shaped box, okay. and you see a hoagie roll, kind of, like a, a hero <laughs> sandwich type sure. thing. And if you were to uh, take off the top bun, you would see a pressed meat patty I'm not My trying to make favorite. it sound <laughs> delicious. I'm just describing it. <laughs> a pressed meat patty in the shape of like a rack of ribs, including the bones. And <laughs> you, there are no bones in it, right. but you eat the thing that looks like bones sure. inside the sandwich. And I believe the only thing that is on it is the patty, barbecue sauce, and pickles. Okay. Aren't there onions on it too? Maybe onions. Maybe onions instead of pickles. I forget. There's like okay. only one or two other things. Um, but the point is that it is simple and elusive. Mm -hmm. The reason people love this is because you can't get it all the time, right? Like my understanding is it's not an amazing sandwich, but the rarity kind of bumps it up a little bit, right? Yes, definitely. I did check and there's pickles and onions on it. Um, but it's, I think, I mean, it's pork, traditionally in fact i think it only is pork ever right and it's the only at least in america it's the only pork menu item that ever has been i i don't know if i can say that is in my lifetime has ever been on mcdonald's menu sure and the reason that it is scarce is because the the demand for mc or the the supply of mcribs is influenced by the price of pork right which i think we had talked about before yeah at some point but so i guess pork is cheap right now so they're making some mcribs i love it i'm ready to eat it later um the the issue i have with it now is it's based we're ranking based on no modifications and i don't like pickles um so that's gonna hurt it a little bit but you tonight, have to eat as the chef intended yeah tonight i'll probably try it at least a bite with pickles and then i'll probably pick the pickles off because i don't think i'm gonna like them but i'll give it a 60 based on your description. Okay. I like that it's special and it's tied to like the American culture. So many of these items are tied to the American culture, but <clears throat> I would argue that only maybe the Big Mac and McNuggets are more closely associated with McDonald's yep. than the McRib, sure. even though it's not even offered all the time. Sure. And I like that story, so I'm going to give it a 71. Okay. Let's pause here in case I need to update. Okay. <laughs> Do one of those marker rings. Right. And action. <laughs> uh, okay, the McChicken. The classic McChicken that's been on their menu for like, uh, you know, decades. Yep. And this is the one that has like the spongy processed chicken, Sponge, right? It's like a big chicken nugget. Yeah. And I think it's just mayo and lettuce. Yep. Um, It's not amazing. I love this when you do the Lancy and Air. <laughs> but I'm not a fan of it. Just for you guys who don't know, that's when you get a McChicken, a fish fillet, and a McDouble, and you sandwich them all together, and then oh, so many meats at once. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like it's like the meat sandwich 
equivalent of that like suicide drink yeah. that you would make yeah. of every single pop yeah. in a cup, in one cup. Yeah. And I never liked that either. No, they're not like flavor good. They're just fun good. So anyway, w- withstanding that sandwich, um, I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm not a huge fan. I definitely like the like chicken sandwich better, which I'm assuming we'll get to later. Um, but this one, I'm going to give a 37. Okay. There's something that I like about hot, moist lettuce and oh, like gosh. hot mayo <laughs> all with that like spongy quote unquote oh. chicken. Hold on, I'm only go throw up. <laughs> I don't know, just like the hot lettuce and the, and the, and then it's like the mayo is like kind of room temperature but getting warmer and it's like kind of starting to drip out the back of the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> And it, for a long time, this was on the dollar menu. I think yeah. it's on the like two, it's a buck three dollar. Yeah. So a lot of the times I'm not craving red meat. Sure. Like I don't like to eat red meat five times a week. So sometimes I want chicken. Sure. And I like the McChicken. Yeah. Sue me. Fair, fair. I'm giving it a 76. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's better than a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here we go. McNuggets. Ah, spicy or normal? Normal. Normal. Okay. Because if you're going to eat spicy nuggets, go to Wendy's. Let's be They honest. are way better. You're right. Um, Man. If you're going to eat normal nuggets, just go to Wendy's, if we're honest. Uh, <laughs> disagree. Sometimes I like getting... I don't like the breading on in uh, Wendy's. Really? Nuggets. Interesting. Yeah. I like the kind of tempura, super crunchy sure. aspect I can of see that. McDonald's. Um, I love getting these... With a burger, I don't know if I've ever gotten them by themselves. Well, I have when I was like six, but <laughs> <laughs> um, they're they're good. I definitely would pick both Chick Fil A and Wendy's over them. But if I'm at McDonald's anyway and I get these, I'm gonna be happy. Uh, sixty eight. Okay. Well, we established a couple of episodes ago that Chick Fil A nuggets are not nuggets; mm-hmm. they're just tiny chicken sandwiches. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> without the bun. Yeah. So, in my mind, you can't compare those okay, two things. Fair. A chicken McNugget. Or a nugget across fast food is a processed chicken consistency formed into a shape yeah. and battered and fried. Which is why the McChicken is a nugget. Yes. <laughs> it's a big chicken nugget sandwich. Um, but I really like chicken nuggets still. Um, and I'm giving it a mm, 74. Okay. The crispy chicken sandwich. And yeah. I believe this is like McDonald's response to the chicken wars that are going on yes. right now. So this is the newer one that's on like a nice bun and it's thicker. It's like it's a piece of breast like Chicken meat. breast, yeah. And crispy, fried. Um, the, Just the normal one, not the spicy one? Yes. Okay. The spicy one's pretty dang good. The normal one doesn't have a lot of flavor unless you get sauce with it. What did I give the McChicken? A 37? Yes. It's got to be higher than that. Uh, 54. Okay. Um, I've only had it once just to see what how it can stack up. Yep. And in my opinion, McDonald's market is not the upper echelon of fast food chicken yep. sandwiches. You're correct. Leave that to the actual competitors. <laughs> Leave it that. to the big boys. <laughs> right. Um, so this is not a bad sandwich. It's just like, if we're talking about value, it, it has to get a lower score for me. I'm giving it a 44. Sure. Okay. The filet fish mm. Have you ever, like, have you ever ordered one of these? Just one of these? Nope. <laughs> and like. Not yeah. sandwiched it? Nope. <laughs> um. I, I did order it for a homeless man in Denver once. You got. Like, of all the things you could have gotten him... He asked me for... Because, okay, here's how... It was on our honeymoon. We went to McDonald's. I can't... I'm convinced it was when we were leaving for our honeymoon, and Emily's convinced it was when we were coming back. Either way, we were in Denver from the airport one way or the other, and it was night. And we're ordering food, like, probably 10 p.m., and I kind of freak out because I see this dude, like, walking up the side of our car, like, in my mirror... So I'm like starting to roll up the window because we're done ordering and I'm going to drive away. And he goes, hey, hey, dude, wait a minute. So I like 
look back. I'm like, yeah, what is it? And he's like, hey, man, can you order me a, a filet of fish and a Coke? They won't let me like order it because I'm on foot and I can't go inside, but like I'll pay you for it. I appreciate it or whatever. I was like, sure. And so then the lady inside's like freaking out because she sees this dude like sitting next to her car. I'm like, can I add a filet of fish to my order? And so I like, I tell the dude, like, I'll meet you around the, the corner. And I like go and I get his Coke and filet of fish and I like give it to him. And that that was that. So he just really wanted it. It was like 11 o'clock. Interesting. He just wanted a filet of fish and a Coke. That's a very specific order. But he order. couldn't go inside. Yeah. So I bought a homeless dude a filet of fish. So how do they know that you're on foot in the when you're ordering? I mean, they can see you. They've got cameras. That's how they know you're there. So I always thought it was just like a sensor, like no. those, like those road lights that nope. to change when you know. Nope, just mm. a camera. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving for that reason. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, did you give it a score? No, I was too busy talking about the one I've bought. Um, uh, I don't like tartar sauce. I don't like a lot of things apparently. Um, especially no. on a McDonald's sandwich. To me, just like. Tartar sauce and McDonald's makes me think something's wrong. Um, I'm going to give it a 42. 42. My brother used to order the filet fish every time. And my dad did too for a while. And I don't think I ever did. Maybe I've probably tried one. Yeah. But it not, not any time recently that I can like recall that memory or taste or experience. Yeah. But I, I saw a, I think it was a TikTok. Um, of a guy doing a skit. One dude comes up to McDonald's and orders a filet fish and the guy taking the order says, a what? <laughs> and he says, a filet fish He's like, uh, excuse me, I need to get my manager. <laughs> and then he like turns to his manager and says, boss, I got to go. I think I'm going to be sick. <laughs> so the manager comes over and says, sir, what can I get you? And he says, I'll just have a filet fish And he's like, get out of line right now. We, <laughs> we are not serving that to you. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's amazing. So I, I think there's a perception of like, why, yeah. why fish yeah. at McDonald's? But there's like most other countries that have, have McDonald's have fish on the menu. Yeah. But it's just weird for Americans, I guess. Yeah. Are there any other fast food restaurants that have fish? Um, I Maybe... Popeyes, but maybe not. Um, <laughs> I think uh, T- Del Taco had fish tacos. That sounds at one time <laughs> like a bad idea. <laughs> I think it's like maybe seasonally. Yeah, sure. That they have that, but that's the only thing I can think of. Okay. Um, it's just not a common thing in America. Right. Like for us, seafood is at least definitely where we live. Yeah. In like the absolute middle of the country. Right. Seafood is thing. more of a luxury item, right. not something that you would get for a dollar yep. at a fast food restaurant. Um, I want to give it a fighting chance, even though it's gross. So I'm giving it a 50. It's probably going to rank higher than 50. some other things. <laughs> yes. We've ranked um, 16 things so far, and it's ranked number 10. Oh, so gosh. <laughs> it's at least higher than six other things. <laughs> um, okay. A McFlurry. You can choose whatever flavor will give the best. I like the M and M McFlurries. Does this take into account their ice cream machine always being broken? <laughs> no, assuming that okay. you can get a McFlurry. Seventy one. Although I did say at the beginning of this episode, consistency is a factor. Yeah. At least for me. I think like one in ten times I would be able to get a McFlurry. <laughs> wow. Um, my McFlurry of choice is the Oreo McFlurry. And um, it's pretty good, but it's like the still the worst ice cream that you can get. Yeah. You know, terrible. Like, even another fast food ice cream is better. Yeah. For whatever reason, because they're all just like powder in water in a right. machine. Um, but I'm gonna give it a sixty because it's still delicious. Yeah. Vanilla cone, the classic. Like, oh, yeah, swirly boy. Yep. The um, thing you order and then slam on your forehead and say, I'm a unicorn and drive away. <laughs> you remember that? No. It was like a a Vine thing. <laughs> like when Vine was a, yeah. a popular. Yeah. It was like the perfect amount of time to pull up to a McDonald's window, get handed the cone, uh-huh. slam it on your forehead so it stuck like a horn uh-huh. and say like, 
I'm a unicorn or something like that. Uh-huh. I forget. And then drive away. That's amazing. It sure is better than throwing it at the employee. Oh, yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> oh, man. I don't, don't get me started. <laughs> anyway. Um, vanilla cone, 20. You don't like it? No. I need to have M&M's in it. Mm. It's fine. I, is it still a dollar? Do you know? Yeah, probably. Or a dollar 19 or something like that. If I can get it for a dollar or less, I, it's okay. But I never order it. I'm giving it a mm, 27. The chocolate shake. I always forget McDonald's has shakes. Yeah. Fries and shakes together are a magical combination. Uh, I'll give it a 65. Mm. This, to me, like if you're going to order a chocolate shake, put a little bit of effort into it. Like go to Dairy Queen or something. Or better yet, like... Uh, Five Guys or Shake Shack or places that make shakes by hand. Right. And I am a fan of chocolate shakes. Therefore, I'm offended by McDonald's offering for a chocolate shake. I'm giving it a 15. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, three more. Apple pie. They're like baked apple pie. Oh, man, those are good. 90. Wow. I like those. They're I, always so warm and crunchy. No, they're not. They're so inconsistent. Really? Sometimes they're like dry and they've been there like for a week. Uh-huh. And other times they're like not that warm. Huh. These taste okay, but they're so inconsistent that I am giving it a 44. We've had a very different experience because I always get them so like flaky and golden and like piping hot on the inside. Well, maybe I need to order them with you. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> or just certain times of day they're making more and are like they're maybe. fresher. To be fair, a lot of times they say they don't have any. So maybe I'm just always either kind of hit or miss and there's no in between. Yeah. Okay. The chocolate chip cookie. Mm, I love these two. They're so yeah. greasy. <laughs> they, are, they are intensely greasy. I have a very vivid memory of being in the car with you and your sisters and your mom. And she ordered like a dozen oh, of them for uh-huh. all of us. And yep. we just like ate whatever we could in 30 seconds or whatever until they were all gone. Right. Because don't they also like, if they're warm, they kind of smush together and you just end up picking up like blobs of dripping cookie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so good. Um, 85. Oh, yeah. This is, is pretty good. <laughs> like, of course, I have a love for like real cookie? artistic, like, the soul of a baker created yeah. this masterpiece yeah. of a cookie. But I think cookies are also good when they're just like yeah. gross. Sometimes you just see globs of sugar and fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm giving a 78. That's pretty good. Uh, okay. Fries. Mm. Man. They're 97. <laughs> I'm glad that we agree at least on this. Mm-hmm. McDonald's has the best fast food best fries. fries. You could maybe argue that when they're like piping hot and fresh and salted the right Uh amount, that they're like some of the best fries you can get anywhere. Yeah. Because even like sit down restaurants who talk about making their own fries in house or whatever, it's difficult to get the like crispiness and the fluffiness and the consistency that you do from like an enormous machine somewhere making billions of fries. (laughs) I want to visit that machine, stick my <laughs> mouth under it. It's just like, I, I imagine it like you dumping in like a ton, like literally, like a dump truck. literally a ton of potatoes. And then it's just like, <laughs> and like machine gun fries. Yeah. And like there's this enormous fryer that's <laughs> like a size of an Olympic swimming pool. <laughs> and just like sort of swimming down that and get dumped out. And then they're shipped off to just be like reheated yeah. essentially in the stores. Their little uh, salt shaker things are pretty cool. You like, Shake them, and they've got a cone, so it disperses all over evenly. Yeah. And it only disperses the exact amount that you're supposed to. Well, theoretically, I've right. had some pretty salty fries. Yeah. Um, but never, never undersalted. I've had undersalted ones. They're not amazing. Uh, the, the joy in the McDonald's fries really does come down to the salt. <laughs> I really want to give these the best score that they can. So I'm for this one, I know it's unfair, but I'm considering... The perfect hot fry that was like cooked right when you ordered them and dumped into your bag and then you eat them right after Mm. that. And for that reason, I'm giving it a 97 as well. (laughs) Okay, so that's it. You know 
<laughs> what the number one ranking is. Yeah. But uh, give me one moment to remember how to, to tabulate to this. We have to do this every time. Uh, we should just I'm, build like an Excel macro that does it for us. And well, it's because I'm on my Mac, so I just uh, like don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in okay. one of the top columns. I figured it out. So fries are, of course, number one. Yep. I guess to what number two was? Uh, McDouble? No, McDouble was fourth. Okay. Uh, hash browns are number two. Uh, yeah. So we really potatoes. like potatoes. Fried McDonald's potatoes. Potatoes are the way to go. McDonald's knows what they're doing with their potatoes. I'll yep. give them that. They sure do. And number three was the chocolate chip cookie. Mm. So we, Fair. we just like the, the absolute sides. worst thing for you. <laughs> um, after that, just because I'm interested, it goes McDouble, then sausage McMuffin, interestingly. Those are good. Um, and then McNuggets, and then the apple pie, and then the McRib. Mm. And then we get down the totally lowest ranking stuff. thing was the sausage burrito as it should be um and of right above that was the vanilla cone mm. but there you go that's how we feel about mcdonald's and in case it wasn't obvious we go there at, within our friendship too often probably um <laughs> but we also will be going there tonight yeah <laughs> just keeping it consistent yeah <laughs> How else would we have done such an informed podcast yeah. if we don't go there consistently? It's kind of crazy that we all knew every item. Like both of us knew everything and had opinions on it. And for had the most tasted part. everything except you, yeah. the McRib. Yeah. And Which maybe is the be filet fish. Soon. Yeah. So that makes me happy and sad all at the same time. I know. Compared to when we did uh, songs, like yeah. classic rock songs, yeah. and we had to listen to like five of them. Yep. <laughs> yeah. This is. Uh, yeah, I knew that this would be something that we could talk about. It's it's great. It's something I'm passionate about, so I'm glad we did this. <laughs> Thank you for listening to I Heard It on a Podcast. We've got new episodes every Monday and Wednesday that you can find wherever you get podcasts. If you liked what you heard tonight and know someone else who also would like to hear about McDonald's, or if you like what you heard and you want to go get McDonald's, do that. Tell them we sent you. Yeah, so send this podcast to someone have them listen to it collect your friend and go to mcdonald's together that's a lot of steps i might need to put that in the description of this episode or great something. do it it'll make it easy we want you to do that as always you can reach us at i heard on a podcast at gmail.com i'm thinking of uh titling this episode the most american podcast we've ever done the most american episode we've ever done. It really is.